Oh, baby, oh, baby. Rivalry week is over. College football on the inside source. Coy Oslin, Connor Mullins, special guest Hutton Harris, the boss man's here. What's up? We're going to talk game. the game. We're going to open it straight up, right out of the gates, the game, Michigan, Ohio State. Um, I was watching back when they ripped down the uh, the M Club banner, the radio call on that all the all the way back in the eighties. That was way back in the that day. That was fun. I, I I didn't realize all the blood in this real rivalry. This is fun. Um, yeah, Hutton. I think you should just open with your opinions. I know you're going to have a very realistic sports opinion on this. Um, you tend to have very realistic opinions about your teams, as I've learned. I do. So. Uh, well, just give us your thoughts. 30-24, Michigan yeah. beats Ohio State at home. Yep. So uh, I, I've grown up a Michigan fan. I lived there for my formative years uh, in the early 90s, so the Fab Five and uh, even before Tom Brady and those guys. So I uh, I, I, I bleed purple and white because this is where I, I pay my, my money to go and I, I enjoy the Wildcats, right? But, but may, like how much money? No, but I'm, <laughs> well, I'm still paying. But – Maize and blue is where my heart is. And so um, this was, um, I would say, one of the few games this decade, maybe in the last 20 years, that lived up, in my opinion, to the hype. This is, if you were to look at it in a futuristic standpoint, this may be the last game that means this much when it comes to these two teams. Because in the future, as you guys know, uh, this game next year will be played and then they could very easily play in the Big Ten Championship and then quite possibly in the National Championship or so on and so forth, right? So uh, I think this game lived up to the hype for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, no Jim Harbaugh, right? So, you know, Michigan is, hey, it's it's Michigan versus the world, whatever the crap that means, right? Um, you have Ohio State who quite literally in my childhood won 95% of these games. So again, one of those, the really, really big things when it comes to Michigan, Ohio State, is these two states? Of course, they are, they border each other, but you have a lot of a lot of of recruits that are recruited from both because they're top five recruiting bases, right? Well, JJ McCarthy grew up an Ohio State fan. Okay, so Michigan quarterback, very outspoken about that. He wanted to go Ohio State, did not work out. So just little stories like that, where you're thinking, okay. Is this game going to live up to the hype? And it did. Very simply, um, I think Michigan was a better team, obviously, on the scoreboard. They used the home crowd to their advantage. If this was in Ohio State, I think um, that it would have been a, a little different game at points. But Michigan used a couple of things to their advantage. Number one, they have Blake Corum. Amazing 22 rushing touchdowns in the regular season sets a Michigan record. He is not Barry Sanders. He's not Adrian Peterson, but he is a heck of a running back. Fourth and goal, fourth and one, it's automatic that they're going to give the ball to him and, and figure out a way to get that first down or touchdown. J.J. McCarthy played really well. Um, he is not, I would say, a number one overall pick, but he is someone who I think you can probably count on to throw an out or throw a deep ball and not throw an interception when it matters. Um, on the other side, I felt like Ohio State was playing not to lose. I would be interested to hear what you guys have to say um, when it comes to um, 
Ohio State in the last two years has basically gotten their doors blown off. But this year was better. I think that they recruited better. I think that they found a way to be a better defensive team in a, in a hostile environment. But at the end of the day, it really came down to the quarterback play, in my opinion, and the turnover battle. And the turnover battle at the end of the day really was the difference. Uh, there were two interceptions from from uh, the Ohio State quarterback, one early that really was just it made no sense, but I'll take it, and then one late that ended the game. I would just say overall this was one of the one of the top five or six games that I can remember hype-wise simply because both teams played an incredible game. Both teams, in my opinion, if you're looking at it, and we'll get to this in a minute, both teams are in the top four, definitely the top five when it comes to talent. Um, Ohio State should not be penalized, in my opinion, for losing to a top three team, but they're going to be. And so at the end of the day, I'm a Michigan fan. So I say thank you very much for that win, three in a row. And now we have, you know, now we get to play an Iowa team that's basically a high school team. So, yeah. And you take that break 2020, obviously, now three in a row since then. What I, I look at in this game, and you talk about what, what's going to happen to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. They're going to go down. Everyone knows that. Yep. Now, why, why is that? You mean that? they're going to move down? They're going to move down in the yeah. poll, yeah. yeah. The CFP. And, and to me, what that, that all represents is just this need for that committee to try to boost TV ratings by getting other brands in. And in my opinion right now, their goal is to get UT in. Okay. I think their goal is to find a way. You mean to you. TU, thank you, thank you, I forgot. Southwest Conference stuff. (coughs) Texas University needs to be in that poll in their mind. Okay. And I think that hopefully they're hoping that, you know, Oregon beats Washington and then Texas railroads Oklahoma State. And, but and, what I think is going to happen is Oklahoma State's going to blow them out, but I don't know. And so That's what I would love to have. I do That's agree. That's what I would love in to have. basketball? It, yeah. Hutton, to be very honest with you, if this were what what it should be, this, this poll would be Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Yep. Every year. Yeah. Because those are, they are on another level. And so this game play, the, the game, every year happening, that represents this this level of well what do we do i hate to say it like that you don't know what to do because you have to have these teams play but i guarantee if they if the cfp poll could find a way that committee could find a way to not have these teams play they obviously wouldn't right and it's just a shame that that's the way it has to be i I, think what was it last year that ohio state they backed in yeah yes yeah I, i i would just say to to kind of you know uh put a bow on my thoughts of the game Again, I think both of these teams are top five teams. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to it, Michigan is better at ball control, better at better have a has a better running game. Even though Trayvon Henderson was awesome, um, and th- honestly, uh, I-, I feel like Ryan Day was kind of out coached. I mean, in my opinion. Um, Which is it, another it, it, story to even it, talk about. I right. mean, the Harbaugh That's how I've, conversation. I've felt it's been that for the past three years, though. He yeah, has. And so, and so, again, I mean, Michigan is just has has figured out a way to beat their rival, right? You could yeah. talk about the Big Ten, how much it sucks, but there are two teams in the Big Ten, and those two teams represent two of the five best teams in the country. I'm sorry they play at the end of the, of the, you know, the, the season every year, but that will be gone next year. I mean, they'll play, but you have to give Michigan their props. And 
tell me another, tell me, give me another win throughout the college landscape that's better than what they just they just won. Like there, there, there is, there's one. not yeah. one. Yeah. So it, how? So anyway, we'll get into it in a minute. But you have to just say, congrats, Michigan, Ohio State. You played a good game. It was very clean, except for those two interceptions. You're going to go down, what, four or five spots. And, and Ryan Day is not Urban Meyer. No. Right. He, That's no. the question no. I wanted to ask. Colin. That no. is the thing. No. You know, no. yeah. you really need to start asking questions of, you are given an NFL talent roster, yes. and you're not winning How many your years? conference. How many years can you do Three that? years in a row? Well, and the other Come thing on. is Urban Meyer was tweeting back, I believe, at Ryan yes, Day was. on Saturday. Yes. So I wanted to hear your thoughts on the Urban Meyer and Ryan Day situation that's going on right now. Well, it's weird because, you know, Urban's on the set of Fox right. next to Charles Woodson right. you know, and all those guys. And they point blank asked him, said, does Ryan Day have to fear for his job? And he said, no, I think he's lying. He I mean, I, I mean, there's, there's no, but in he's been a liar for how yes. long? <laughs> in my opinion, I don't think many people think Urban Meyer is just the greatest human being, but I, I don't think that Urban Meyer is going to come back to Ohio State. Is that what you're referring to? Is that what you're, what you're saying? That he's going to come back to Ohio State? Well, I think some people were thinking. I think that. it's definitely on the table. Yeah. I mean, that's great. Go for it. G- you know why? Yeah. From a, because here's the thing: yeah. from a Michigan fan, it's all about this year, and I think Harbaugh is going to leave. I think, I mean, if you look at our team, they are, it's laced with seniors, laced yeah. with NFL talent. Michigan's going to rebuild next year. So you want to have Urban Meyer come back and win a couple Ohio State Michigan games, that's fine. Guess what? It doesn't matter anymore because they're both <laughs> they're both going to go to the Big Ten Championship. You're telling me Penn State is going to challenge? Get out of here, James Franklin. Like, no, it's yeah. going to be Michigan, Ohio State. It doesn't matter if they have two losses each. Like, they're going to play in that Big Ten Championship Every single year for the next 10 years. Well, let me ask yeah. you this. Is is it all or nothing this year then in your opinion? It is, yes. Uh, Michigan has sort of like the Rangers in 2010 and 2011. I feel like there was a progression there where last year they lost uh, They lost on a, to a TCU team that was on a heater. And then, you know, they, they ran into Georgia. Even if Michigan wins against TCU last year, they're going to get boat raced. They're, that Georgia team was one for the books right up there with the 20, what, 18 or 19 LSU yeah. team. I mean, they're just I mean, as good this it's year, ridiculous. even with a mediocre quarterback yes. similar to yes. Michigan. You yes. can say that J.J. Yes. McCarthy is not, yes. you know, the best quarterback ever, but he played p- better than Kyle McCord. He, he, he did. And he's playing better than he everybody did. he's played. So, so I, I yeah. would just say, yes, to answer your question, it is all or nothing this year for Michigan with the with the caveat that Michigan's not going to go down to a two-win team. They're still going to win eight or nine games every year because oh, yeah, the, the recruiting is, is that good. And they should. But Everything is falling into place where, and and I'd like to talk again, talk about the CFP here in a minute. But they're they should they're going to be number two. They sh- they could be number one if things break right. Um, is this team the best team in the last ten years? Probably not. But I'm talking about like in the college football. But Michigan has a very specific way to win, and it's running, 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 and running and running and running, and then JJ McCarthy figures out a way to make a couple of really, really crisp passes and doesn't turn the ball over. Because that's all he needs to that's do. That's all they need to do. But mm-hmm. he's not Trent Dilfer. He's yeah. not like <laughs> – yeah. he he can – he threw four touchdowns against Ohio State last year on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So he can 
he can sling it. Yeah. It's just, that's not, I mean, he was in the Heisman race for the first eight weeks, but then they started to figure out, hey, we can just run this down their down people's throats. And before we get into the CFP, can we talk about Heisman candidates? Sure. You, Hutton? Who, sure. who would you say right now is the- is I wouldn't the give it now? out this year. I wouldn't give it out. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I think it's ridiculous yeah. that there's only going to be two people that they're looking at, Jaden yeah. Daniels and, uh, and Bo Nix. I mean, come on. Like, I know they got to yeah. give it out to somebody. Yeah. But you're in my tell- opinion, it should be in, Michael Penix. Interrupting, my interrupting okay. the circle here. Yes. Let's yeah. everyone real quick go around. Just say who you think gets it. I mean, I'd give it to Bo Nix just because yeah. he's on a better team. I think the SEC pedigree gives it to Daniels. However, <laughs> I would personally yeah. say if Bo Nix gets it done this week, yeah, it's his. I would sure. say I would say whoever wins this weekend, Michael Penix or Bo Nix, either but, one of them gets it. But also, what about? I mean, I know that this would be a, a homer. But like, what about Blake Corum? Twenty-two rushing touchdowns Absolutely. in the Big oh, Ten. Like, can you not Absolutely. just throw him a bone and take it's him to New York? It's just that the Heisman is going to give it to a quarterback. Uh, of every course, single time. of course. And I, I go back to even thinking about, man, think about Darren when, McFadden. When yes, or or Adrian or Adrian yes. Peterson. Yes. Or like, you're going to. I mean, obviously they. For, was, yeah. You look at the. You look at those like the Vince Young days, Matt Leinart days. They they gave it to Jason White. Like, give me a break from Oklahoma. But yeah. like, those, in my opinion, there's there's years that you are just gonna hit. Yeah, this is not one of those years. No. I mean, in, in in 1998, they had Charles Woodson who won, Peyton Manning, Randy Moss, and Ryan Leaf. Obviously, and get then out Eric of here. Crouch won. Yes, it's, so it's like <laughs> yeah, you it's have like, three out of yeah. four Hall of Famers, okay. but then you have some trash guy, right? That's a good point. And so that's a really good point. Yeah, it, here it's just it's not a great year. I mean, you talked about Caleb Williams, Williams coming in. You know, get out of here, man. Um, he had an awful season in my it, opinion. It just, yes. Yeah. So I would just say, if it were up to me, I'd give it to Bo Nix. Sure, next. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Connor, you got any other closing thoughts on the game? I think personally, um, there's a couple of things that will come into play. I'll talk about in the CFP, obviously, this next week for Michigan that can set them up for some really good success. Go Blue. Yeah, go Big Blue. All right. Well, that's that, and uh, Connor's going to talk a little bit more about Farmageddon. 32 first downs for Kansas State, 10 first downs for Iowa State. Go Matt Campbell, man. Uh, I mean, he's been on the rise for multiple years and just finds a way to win football games every year. Gets his team to 7-5. and Think about what he could do with resources. Arkansas was going after him a few years ago, and he got the bag in state of Iowa State with the Cyclones. Had a great season, 6-3 and three in conference. It was a little bit shaky at the beginning of the year, but he figured it out. Kansas State, yeah. 42 minutes in time of possession. Couldn't figure it out. Walker Howard was upset, livid at the end of that game, banging his head on the um, – or his helmets on the, on the seats in, in the bench over there. Yeah. He was very mad. It was a snow game, very horrible. It was at Trice or was it in Manhattan? It was in Manhattan. I think it was in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I love Matt Campbell. He knows what he's about. He can coach. <laughs> Big K eight State, football. Here's the thing. K State, their implications for them. They had such high hopes for the beginning of the year. Ultimately he failed it. But and now next their quarterback year, is in the portal. Oh wow. Yeah. And so uh K State I think will be fine though. They have a really yeah. good program. They've been a historic program, very story program, and they know how to win. They have a great culture. I love what they're doing up there in Manhattan. All right, continuing with our hurry-up offense here, I'm going to talk about the Iron Bowl a little bit. Alabama walks it off 27-24. Auburn had this. It was an ugly game, man, but this is what the Iron Bowl is. Auburn rushed for 244 yards, but QB Peyton Thorne, 91 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. That's tough. I mean, Jalen Milrow, he was a bad quarterback. an absolute elite, him, anyway. elite weapon, Jalen Milrow. Love to watch him play. Goes out there, has 
The throw of his life into the corner, Bama holds on 27-24, and Bama's hopes are still alive for that natty. So I don't know if you remember this, Coy, but when Arkansas picked up Felipe Franks, oh, their first year. Just listen to me, okay? They picked up Felipe Franks from Florida, and, the, and Auburn gets Peyton Thorne from Penn State. That kind of set the foundation for the moving forward. I think Auburn had a great season. They needed that transition quarterback to move into the future, and I think they'll have a great Great career with Hugh Freeze. I think he's going to take them really far, farther than they may see right now. Uh, I really like the Hugh Freeze hire for them. He's the guy I wanted Arkansas a few years ago, yeah. and I think he'll be good. Wow, I can't believe you just talked about Hugh Freeze. Um, anyway. No, anyway, good for Auburn. Congratulations, Connor. It's everyone's favorite time, the lightning round. Virginia Tech wins against Virginia, and while taking a team photo, Virginia turns on the sprinklers. <sighs> I love Love rivalry football. BYU unleashed the most lethal fake punt I have ever seen. Got many yards, and then the guy who ran the ball, I should have even looked at his name. My bad. It is the lightning round, however. Just, like, leaped into the arms of an OSU defender. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Loved it. The computer algorithm has picked the Mountain West Championship. It was a three-way tie, kind of. JSU beats UNLV this week, which means J- San Jose State, SJSU, pardon me, San Jose State, uh, UNLV, and the Boise Nick State. Starkle days at oh San Jose my State? gosh, just, just quit, man, our two favorite quarterbacks, Nick Starkle <laughs> and who was the other guy? Felipe Franks. No, it was uh, oh. quarterback, the, um, the guy that oh, was the on... the SMU guy? No, the guy that was on uh, QB1. Uh uh, transfer Ohio State, then transferred to Miami, and then transferred again, and transferred. To oh, tra- uh, I know Tyler or something. No, I can't remember. It's not Tyler. It's oh, it doesn't. Tanner, matter. maybe. He's no, already forgotten. Um, it's uh, a shame. No, I was gonna say Tanner Mordecai. It'll hit That's you in a minute. He, yeah. Anyway. North Carolina drops the ball in Tobacco Road. Conference USA is gonna add Delaware in 2025. Uh, Tate Tate uh, Markle. Tate Martell. Martell. Thank you. Sorry. Conference USA is gonna add Delaware though. That's a big ad. Good for Delaware. They've been looking at it for a while. Preston Stone, SMU QB, right before conference title game, is out for the season. Hawaii hits a walk-off field goal in a hurry-up mode to knock off Colorado State. Go Rainbow Warriors, And LV Louisville loses to Kentucky in a rivalry game that has cost them what could have been a very outside chance at a CFP. And, Connor, it's time to talk about the teams who locked in bowl eligibility very quickly. Eastern Michigan, Utah State, UCF, Rice, and JT Daniels are eligible. (laughs) Northern Illinois, Syracuse. Wait, Syracuse is ineligible maybe. I can't remember now. I think I might have that wrong. Syracuse, I think, is eligible. ODU. UL Lafayette, mascot, Old Dominion? Virginia Tech, they're like Not the Lions know. or Something the Monarchs. Like they're the Monarchs, I believe. Virginia Tech is eligible. Marshall is eligible. USF is eligible. Cal upsets UCLA I think for it's eligibility. Kelly, A goodbye for UCLA to the Pac-12 is a loss to Cal, which is just embarrassing. And now, Connor... It's time to talk about the teams that didn't make it this week. Colorado Arkansas, State gets Arkansas, walked Arkansas, off. Arkansas didn't get it. Oh, yeah, they, guys, Arkansas didn't we get know, it. We know. We know. It was weeks ago. Forney! <laughs> Colorado State can't come up this week. South Carolina, all these teams were one game away. Florida, BYU, Illinois, Minnesota, TCU. Big time loss there. Central Michigan, Mississippi State comes up just that close in the Egg Bowl. And Nebraska just loses a shootout. Almost got stopped. So... Yeah. I got to close on one sad note. Not the other sad note from today. 
The one sad note. The Pac-12 is dead. And the big networks don't care. College football is being ruined. Rest right in, in front of our eyes. peace. All right, we'll be right back after that somber message. And welcome back. Segment two time. We're going to talk with Hutton here a little bit more. Um, we're really going to just open it up with CFP talk. I think that's the big thing on everyone's mind, of course. Always conference title week. That is what builds into the CFP. As much as I hate the CFP at times, I think college, I mean, conference championship week really makes it better. So what do we got, guys? What are we thinking? I mean, I can dive off here and go, go for it. it. Go yeah. for it. That's why here, you're here. Special here, guest, yeah. Here's my take, okay? Undefeated champions overall are king, okay? Just if you're if I am if I'm on the selection committee, I'm looking at did they win their conference championship? That's the number one bullet point, yeah. okay? Um it's very likely that you could have Georgia at one, Michigan at two, Washington and FSU. Okay. Football wise, I understand what you're going to say about Washington and I understand what you're going to say about FSU and even Georgia. I think Michigan's more well, FSU is without Jordan Travis. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not looking I, if I'm, if I'm the selection committee, I'm, I'm doing my best to just look at their record at first. Right. I'm just saying, okay, yeah. these, those four teams could be all, they could literally be yeah, undefeated. I agree. No losses. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would be the easiest route. And and to be honest with you, after the outcry of everybody else for the first, you know, two or three days after that, who's going to say anything? Those are four undefeated champions. Good night. Do you guys disagree with that at all? Or you agree? I with don't. That? I don't disagree. With I don't you. disagree. I, mean, I if agree. We're, if we're talking about 11 and 0 teams, let's talk about Liberty. Mm, yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. But no, what, what your point is, yes. RIP the Dukes. If you win your conference and you are in, in that top four. I think it's a very it's a layup at this point. It has to be, right? Oh, it has to be. It's a well, layup. And next year when they move to the top twelve, we're gonna see teams maybe like a Liberty or a JMU right. if they win their conference, maybe sneak in a little bit, but push get closer to that top fifteen range and yeah. then maybe sneak in because we saw earlier this season Air Force get into that right. top twelve spot. Right. So I think that will make it more interesting and more intriguing to 100%. see the hundred percent, hundred percent, just of the year play out. But with the top four right now, it's more who is king. Right. So let's let's go to the scenario of someone loses. Okay. So in my opinion, the most likely loser would, in my opinion, would be Washington. Okay. The way they played this last week, I don't know. I I don't know what they were doing in that game, but Oregon seems to be the darling of the CFP selection committee. They, I think that they want them in, in my opinion. Okay. Um, because the way they've crushed teams, crushed teams. Um, so if Oregon wins, they're going to be a I'm going to get this wrong, but a 12 and one or whatever 11 and one champion, right? So be 11 and one. 11 and one. So by definition of what we just said, at least what I said, I think they have to be in, right? I would say that one is an asterisk too. Yeah, that Washington, Washington game was. Yeah. That right. was that was I mean my, in my opinion game of the year. Oh, yeah. oh it was 100%. absolutely. And yeah. it, it, like I was saying with the Michigan game, it lived up to the hype for sure. Yeah. So if that if that happens, okay, then Oregon's in, Washington's out. Let's go to another one that I think is not likely but possible. Okay, if Bama loses to to Georgia, or sorry, if Bama beats Georgia, then <laughs> this is way more interesting. I, I know. So I, so let's because 
just in the, I think during the day, I think it's going to go, I think the Washington game is going to be, is it going to be first or last? Honestly, can't remember. Okay. Probably last. Prob- the way pro- the probably, goes, right. But. but let's, let's just, let's stick here yeah. with if Bama beats Georgia. Washington's Friday. Washington, Oregon's Friday. Okay. So, okay. Okay, right. Fine. Cause last year yeah. USC lost yes. and, and then Georgia yes, and, and Alabama um, are at 3 p.m. on right, Saturday. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so you're going to know, right? Yeah. So let's just stick with this. So if, let's say that Oregon, Oregon wins. Okay, great. If, if Bama beats Georgia, how can they be out? How can how can Alabama be out? Okay, but if you, I mean, you guys disagree with me on that. But if you say if how can Alabama be out? Well, then how are you going to keep Texas out? Because they <laughs> they, would ride. they 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 lost would to they Alabama. Fit. Yeah, my thing would be that was in week two. That was two months ago. QB three controversy. months ago. Yeah. yeah, let's get real. It's about what have you done for me lately, and so they haven't played anybody. And, so, and exactly, yes. so do you guys disagree with me on those two points? No, I if, agree. Alabama, if they be, if they win, they're absolutely in, in my opinion, yeah. because Jalen Milrow has turned into an NFL starting yeah. quarterback yeah. in the yeah. past Phenomenal five sense. weeks. Yeah. Right. So, what do you do with Georgia? I would. Here's what I would say. Okay. I would say Georgia sneaks in at three. Okay. Davis sneaks in at. I don't know. I still think. Because it depends then, on who's number one. Well, that's, that's, well Michigan, that's, Michigan has say, to be one. I would say Georgia, Bama, Oregon, and Michigan would get in. Those to me would be the most. It would make the most sense yes. where we are right now. It's it's Michigan's locked in. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Alabama's number one in that scenario, no doubt in my brain. Right. Alabama, Michigan, and then it's whoever wins Washington and Oregon. Right. And then I hate to say it, but. I really think Ohio State would slip in there at four. Okay, yeah. so what about Texas in that scenario? I don't. Why? I, why Texas, Texas, but is they're be fifth they're or sixth. they're a champion. You said it. They're what ch- have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, they would be fifth or sixth. They're a champion. Ohio State's not a champion, and I'm, I'm not the selection committee. Oh yeah, oh, I'm yeah. just I'm just saying. In my opinion, now what you're saying is is that that win against Alabama was less of a win than Ohio State's win versus freaking Penn State and Notre Dame, who suck. Like, I'm sorry. Well, I, I wouldn't say Notre Dame sucks, but I, well, I get what you're saying. They're, the, yes. they're, not, they're not in this conversation. They're not comparable, yeah. Um, to me, what I, I'm looking at is this. What everyone's considering, in my opinion, is that Texas is just going to walk through this week. I think Mike Gundy has a chance to do the most Mike Gundy thing ever. I would love, exactly. I would love it. Win I, this I, game. I, 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 would love I think I that is it. so realistic. I would yes. love it. I would love it. Yeah, I'd love it. Because they've been trending upward for a little while now. And they yeah. beat OU. They won Bedlam, the final one. He knows how to get the, that right. team ready for big games like right. that. That's why I think Texas is in trouble on Saturdays. They're looking ahead to the CFP. They're looking to sneak into that top four, and they're not prepared for Oklahoma State, in my opinion. Texas this year, everyone is acting like Texas is a powerhouse because we're in Texas. And in my opinion, I think Texas is no better than USC was last year. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I mean, okay, so so the elephant in the room here is this, is that what happens if FSU wins? Well, the thing is, is I don't think they will. I I think Louisville will be. I agree with you. I agree with you. They are are the most likely to lose. Louisville, I think last year, last week's, pardon me, I think that loss, I think you can kind of discount it when you look at them matching up against Florida State because yes. that was a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. I think they're still the same team they've been all year. They've been really good and really consistent. They are yes. consistent. Florida yes. State doesn't have their quarterback. And yes. the ACC is not the SEC. Right. So, so well, that's a lot different too. They played a Kentucky team that have played four top ten programs right. this season, and they played some really good teams and got to rivalry yeah. week and beat them. 
because they're prepared. And that's why I think Louisville is going to beat FSU next week because they've played an SEC defense, they know how to tear it apart, and they've got an FSU defense (coughs) who might be a little bit weaker. I don't know that for sure. I'm just speculating right now and making assumptions. So do you guys think that the CFP uh, selection committee is rooting for chalk? Or do you think they're meaning like all four number one seeds basically win, right? Basically, Or are you – I mean, if I were them, I would be rooting for – Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, and Louisville. Yeah, that's yeah. who because I because they be get for. the best of both yes. worlds. Yes. They get yes. Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, and Oregon. Yes, yeah. and that would and be perfect if they put Ohio State in over Texas again. Now it wasn't Texas last year; it was USC last year, but that would be interesting. I wouldn't be against it. I do think that they're a top five team. I, I think that they are talent wise. But here again, here here's what I think will happen. I th- just because I just I have to predict things. Why not? So I think that uh, Alabama beats uh, beats U- uh, UGA. Okay, I think I think that Michigan moves up to one. I think that Oregon beats Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay, Oregon's number two. Okay. Okay. I think that somehow Florida State wins. <laughs> yeah. And somehow. And they have to put them in. That would be what I would want the most is that they would have to put this trash team in. Not trash, but this team without a quarterback in the Final Four. In my opinion, they shouldn't do that. But how can you – why are they playing the games? Yeah. And then then in that scenario, Alabama would be in there too somewhere. So you would have Michigan, Oregon, Bama, FSU. That's just the way I think – maybe that's what I want. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to roll that way. You want to play Florida State? I would. I would love to play a trash Florida State instead of Bama. Give us your four. Yeah, I would say Michigan one. Okay, I agree with Oregon or Washington two. Whoever wins that game, I think would be number two. Right. Number three, um, say say Bama does beat Georgia. Okay. Or say Georgia beats Bama. I still think they'd be number three. Um, And then I think number four. It's a toss-up. Okay. Um, it could be it could be Ohio State. It could be a Louisville if they sneak in and beat FSU. Um, that one's up for grabs. I think the three and the four are up for grabs. I'd say the two locks are Michigan and Oregon yeah. or Washington, depending on who wins the Pac-12 championship and Michigan's the number one. Who who are your top four teams? Like if you just uh, said, give me I the top four top teams. Four, yes. I would say Michigan, Oregon, uh-huh. Georgia, and let's say Louisville. Just I actually a, like that the a best. power yeah. ranking? Yeah, just yeah. give me the four best, four, the, the two Maybe, best, mat, three let, best let's matchups. Go, let's go Bama. Let's go Bama yeah. four, actually. I'll take that okay. back. Like if you're just, just saying best four best football teams. Yeah. yeah, best four? Oh, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State. Okay. That okay. order. That's okay. what you said earlier. Okay. Yeah. I think I think my four, I think the way it's going to end up, Georgia at one, Michigan at two, okay. three is Washington, and four, I hate to say it's going to be Florida State. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I think that's the most that that would to. be the most likely. Why? Yeah. Why would you not think that would happen? Because they're. Yeah. I just think that they're all undefeated. Oh yeah. Now that's gonna. I th- I think the most chaotic thing would be that if, uh, you know, let's we'll say Washington and Oregon doesn't matter. Like they're yeah. both the, whoever wins is going to be in, right? But let's say that FSU does win and Alabama wins. That's that's that's, tricky, that's yeah. where it's like wait a minute you're gonna now well, throw or, out a Georgia team that has lost one game to a team that also lost to Texas, you know. And well, so the other thing you would have to consider if that happens is if Texas g- keeps it close with Oklahoma State, is if it's close in that game right. 
or if Oklahoma State somehow sneaks away with that win. I just love that's what would make it more chaotic. I love so much yeah. that the two teams that I hate the most in yeah. any sport yeah. are Texas and Ohio State yep. football. And they are both on the outside looking in right now. <laughs> yeah. And they can't do a dang thing about it. Like <laughs> they, really they literally can, they can, Texas could score 100 points, in my opinion. And if the things don't break right, not on that yeah. field for them, they can't get Which in. I love also because I'm a huge Arkansas fan. Yes. I hate TU yes. and I hate Ohio State because yes. of 2011 in that yes. Sugar Bowl when Jim Trestle yes. won and they stole our trophies. So. Hutton's, Hutton's best friend, Jim Trestle. I yeah. love Jim Trestle. He, <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's, anyway. he's, he's a good dude. Ohio State so, has a great history of good dudes. So, oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think that puts a bow on it there. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, Hutton, I think I want to talk a little bit about the podcast for you. Yeah. Scurry on out. Let's talk about, I mean, when you first got the idea to get all the ACU TV guys together. Yeah, I mean, so this is great. I mean, how many times do you think we've done this? Maybe a couple hundred times? I think to... I mapped it the other day. We've done 130 episodes. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome, guys. And so I'll got to give credit to, to Nathan Gibbs. 129. <sighs> To very very precise there, uh, you got to give credit to Nathan Gibbs and the guys at KCU here. You want, you want mean, the analytics? <laughs> sure. Give us eight hundred eighty-two uh, plays. Give us the sports. There we go. Eight listeners in the last seven days and fifty-seven yeah. Spotify followers. So I never, you know, we're we're I never look at that stuff, yeah. you know. But what it's given For you guys and me is given us an outlet, an opportunity yeah. Yeah. to sit down and talk. And to be honest with you, I mean, I do three podcasts a week: one with my friends, one with uh, again students, and then another one that's kind of just random but like every time i take a picture and show it to people they're like where are you guys and so this is really cool that we get to do yeah. this we have four really eight professional mics you know we've got a, a mixing board here people can walk around and see us i mean again and you guys have taken the mantle and i, I was telling this to one of our younger students yesterday like when i had this idea with nathan he built this place but i was really the first one to dive in and do it I knew that there was something to talk about. There always is, right? And so our first ever episode, I think, was during COVID when we yes. had masks on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell if you go back and listen to that well, first started, ever episode. What started it was Top of the Key with the Optimist. Correct, and correct, with Owen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so again, it's just one of those things where you kind of take one thing and you kind of morph it into something else. And so, I mean, we've done NFL, we've done NBA, we've done Major League Baseball, we've done... Uh, Wildcat stuff. I mean, we've done pretty much everything. NASCAR. We did, NASCAR. We did, <laughs> yeah. we did a yeah. sing song episode. We, I mean, like we've done all kinds of Academy Awards. Like we've done all kinds of stuff. And so, I mean, I'm proud of you guys, obviously for doing your own show. I will obviously continue this as you guys move on. But I mean, you guys We're going to figure out a way to keep you going. You can. And, and here's the thing is like, even if you don't live here, you can buy a, a mic for a hundred bucks oh, yeah. and we can call you and you can do it. Anyway, marketplace is the way to go. Yes. Now. <laughs> and, and also I would say what you guys have done this year and calling, and I've encouraged you to do this and you yeah. did it. People are not going to say no to and a, been to preaching a, that yes, to, for three to, years to a, a finally did it. Like, we Hey, finally did like, it. Call, they get it. call somebody and say, Hey, I have a podcast. I'm a college student. I mean, how many how many guests do you guys had that are not sitting with you? That so are... we had Stephen Wagner from On Three of Miami. Yep. We had Zimmerman, Carlos Zimmerman from Sam Houston. So that's two. We had Noah Gross at KXAN this year. UT guy, TU, excuse me. Yep. Uh, so that's what is that? Three, four. And then yeah. we had uh, let's keep, David Nuno. That's the fourth one yep. from Texags. We had uh, Alyssa Orange, the KWA Sports Director, uh, up in Arkansas. And then we had Elijah Herbal. Elijah Herbal. Uh, the Nebraska guy, and then we had uh, you, and then we had 
Let's see. Zach. We had Chris, Zach. Chris Jared, and Josh Siebers. Grant. Great episode Western with Grant Boone. And yep. Central. Yeah, great episode with sent. Uh, yeah, with Grant Boone. Yep. So that's ten. And then we've had. Am I forgetting anyone? We had Zach. So that, Zach, that must be yeah. the eleven. Yeah. So, so it's been, all it's of been those awesome. people you guys now have contact with, you know, and you can always say, "Hey, remember when we recorded this five years ago? I'm looking for a job in sports media." And they're going to look back and say, oh, yeah, that was a fun podcast. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. So and they were all great people to talk to. They and it's all easy. so nice yeah. and it was easy. Yeah, it was very fun. They I, get it. They I, get what the position yes, 100% we're in. They 100% get what yes. we're doing. I would just say no matter what, you guys have taken the ball and moved it down the field. And, you know, in a, in a, uh, I would say some kind of metaphor there where we we were the source. Yes. And we've taken it inside. Now, <laughs> yes. Now, now, now we can give it to students in the, in the future and we say, <laughs> Hey, you guys jump on this and keep it going. But thank you guys for working so hard and obviously just having fun with it. That's what it's all about. We have so much to talk about every week and it's yeah. just fun. I don't care if one person listens to it, to be honest with you. It doesn't matter and it's to me. Just, Twitter is such an easy outlet. Oh, it's so or easy. Or X, whatever you want to call it. It's so because easy. Because for sports, that's where everything is. Right. So you just follow the trends and right. then you see who's reporting on it and then you call them in. And personally, it's been fun. Me living in Lubbock for two days a week. I listen to you guys every time whenever I'm driving on Mondays and Tuesdays. And so it's just fun because yeah. I can you know, connect with you guys or, you know, last week I had no voice and y'all called me. That was nice. But a lot like, of Tulane talk. Just, <laughs> but hey, a lot of, yeah. go Greenway. Yeah. That's Greenway. all I got to say. And it's, yeah. it's also, the last thing I'll say is, is it's cool because this is easy for students to do, but you guys have to be organized, right? Wouldn't you agree yeah. with that? Like oh, you can't. Yeah. Like, We've had a running Google Doc for yes. the whole season. I think and the just format has week. been. Yeah. You can, I've, I've learned pretty quickly when you can, you can tell when people are not yeah, not yeah. organized when they just come in here and like, Hey, how's your day? How's exactly. your, and then you're just like sitting here. So good job guys. That's all I have to say. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Well, and I want to say really quickly though, I want to say thank you to you. I yeah, mean, serious. the opportunities you give us, I know this is awkward Thanks. position for you, but it is. I'm out of here. I look at like jobs I'm looking at right now, minor league baseball in particular, yep. there are guys on message boards begging to do even ESPN sure. plus work yeah. for sure. free. Sure. And I've got 15 games under my belt and an entire catalog of podcasts right. that I can throw into right. my, my works. And so I think what you've done for us, obviously the university has a big hand in it too, Dr. Pibus, everyone, giving yeah. the approval. But the opportunities we get here are just insane when you and look I back feel on like it. we have preached that since our freshman year absolutely uh, we've, we've been preached to, uh, we've been preached to from we you. drank right. the kool-aid we drank right. the kool-aid well and you guys are awesome so we I personally don't I don't know how I would go through college and be in the yeah. position I'm in without yeah. having experiences like this I feel so grateful yeah. to have had all these opportunities just to do stuff and right. even if it's just for fun or and if I don't do it in the future but I still have those tangible skills that I can apply elsewhere regardless of if I do sports or not and that goes for every student here is you don't have to do or want to do sports to learn these skills no, no you can no. Yeah. you can learn these skills and apply them elsewhere that's what I'm learning now right is if you know how to work a camera you know mm. how to communicate well you're gonna get a job well even you know the communication write, part talking yes. about the people we've interviewed I look at oh, back yeah. last week I'm sitting on the phone with Jared Sandler yeah Rangers yeah. guy from KRLD yeah. just talking about baseball. Right. And yeah. that was right. that this podcast gave me the outlet to be like, these guys went through this crap too. Yes. Right. 
they'll understand if I just reach out to them. Well, and when you guys leave five years from now, hopefully we're still doing this, you know, but we're going to, we're going to have, (laughs) yes, we're going to have a sports media department here, you know, and that's, we're going to look at, I mean, it's why I'm going to get my PhD. You'll you'll give Connor and I both our Gutenberg. Of course. At the same time, you guys can share one. We'll say Gutenberg for the inside source. Yes. Well, I will say again, this is just one more, you know, one more thing that you guys can say you've done. And that's mm-hmm. what I what I always wanted. The other thing I wanted to say is you have always listened to students and what they want to do. You've never like yeah. trapped them into a corner and say, you're going to do this, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. is what... I think what, about I like halftime show homecoming yeah. last year. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. was a mess, yeah. but he still it's, let me do it. Besides yeah. that, yes, that and was, it's just like yes. I come to you at the end of every semester, more than likely, and I'm like, "Hey, I want to do this," and you're like, "Let's do it." And so you've let me touch cameras, you've let me work yeah. with cameras and do all of those things, rather than just be on air. Right. Even though that may have been what I wanted to do for a little while, I've been able to shift my focus a little bit. And, and you've, you've helped grown me do that. a lot too. You've helped me do that. Both of you yeah. have so grown a lot. That's what professors are supposed to do. Yes, I think. And they're I think supposed they to help reroute their purpose and help them figure out what they want to do in the future, and you've done that. So. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, All guys. Right. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have uh, y'all have a good career, and just come back and say hello to me every once in a while. I'll so. try my best. <laughs> I'll try my best. All right. When we get back on a lighter note, we are going to turn around and talk about our pick. All right. Welcome back. We're going to talk about, well, the next week of college football. Obviously, it's a bit interesting. Connor, how'd you do last week? Went 54 and 11. Yeah. I I really thought I did really good. I had, like, I take screenshots of ESPN and just kind of mark them. Yeah. I had, like, two, three pages that were perfect. I ended up going 48 and 17 that last day. I missed Nebraska and Iowa. It was close. I missed Air Force and Boise. Didn't we all? Louisville and Kentucky, which we think we both did. UMass and UConn. UNLV, San Jose State. Uh, which that sucks for them. Go Rebels anyway. Arkansas State, Marshall, UNC, I missed Tobacco Road. I missed that one. You picked that one correct. UCLA and California, I missed. I feel like we should have seen that coming. Yeah, UNC dropped um, off a wall. They did. Uh, Fresno State and SDSU. Fresno State dropped off. Rutgers and Maryland. Rutgers and we lost to Maryland. Uh, and then Colorado State and Hawaii. So I, I feel very confident. <laughs> oh, and I actually make it 12 because I've, Miss marked one, K-State and Iowa State. but Yeah, um, big week. The big week. Big week in college football. Big week. And it's going to get a little bit bigger because the coaching carousel has been hot as a rocket. Uh, Michigan State hires Jonathan Smith, the OSU head that coach. That was interesting. That's painful. I don't know if you I saw hate that it, loss. what he said. Uh, I think it was on Wednesday or Tuesday of last week. Somebody asked him a question directly about Michigan State, maybe being interested, and he just kind of sh- – like. Yeah, shrugged it off and just said, um, you know, I'm not sure if that'll happen. Um, and then, you know, a couple of days later ended up getting hired. Uh, and then he gets hired at Michigan state. And I think it's the perfect fit, uh, for him. He's going to take that program to a new level and I'm excited to see where that program goes with it, under his direction. Yeah. That's an insane hire in my opinion. I didn't even know that was someone that was on the board. So yeah, I mean, good for him. I, I hate to see that for a team that's obviously going through a lot already. And I think it's the perfect stepping stone for Michigan State as well. A anyway. guy that got a great stepping stone, Jeff Levy at OU, yes. moves to Mississippi State, gets an SEC job. Good for him. Good for him. I, I believe, if like, I'm not mistaken, he was the DC at Ole Miss, 
and has really been great at OU and done a lot of good work there. And so I'm excited for him. I, if I could be wrong, but I believe he worked at Ole Miss not too long ago. All right. And the last and most important one that we will oh my gosh, be talking so about, funny. Mike Elko, former defensive coordinator at Texas A&M, finds his way back to A&M. I do like the hire. However, we have to start with the problem at hand being they apparently had Mark Stoops for a little bit. It, uh, let's talk about what we've both heard. What I've heard is that they had Mark Stoops, and there's a bit of backlash, and then Louisville, of course, as I've mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, loses to Kentucky. Mark Stoops is getting a little emo about uh-huh. it, and he ends up staying at Kentucky. That was a monumental hire, in my opinion. They're huge. Someone who hasn't had the resources needed. And so now we've uh, we've really got to work on what AM's future is going to be. So that being said... I like Mike Elko. However, Mark Stoops, in my opinion, either Kentucky's got to start really driving home their football program, and they will, or he has to go and decide: does he want to be a coach who stays at his at, at the place he's been forever? In I don't want to say mediocrity, but unless that steps up at Kentucky, he's not in that position to perform at that level. Well, here's or the does thing. he want to take a sidestep and go somewhere big? Here's the Sorry, thing. go ahead. When you think about UK and what they've done with their basketball program in the last few years, uh, and when they first hired Calipari. I'm not I'm not comparing Stoops to Calipari at all, because I know he gets upset <laughs> when people yeah. say that. But they gave him the resources. They built a dynasty for a few years, and I think the same could happen with Stoops in the football program if they were to give him the resources and build that. Uh, and so I believe... Yeah, and... Sorry, as I was saying, I, I cut you off, Connor. Um, the resources he needs, like you were saying, yeah, Kentucky's got a big chance there. Oh, 100%. I think keeping him is a monumental for them. Huge. I want to say congratulations in a weird way. I just love Mike Elko. I think it's a great... Yes. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say is... Sorry, text sorry. Thread. No, you're good. There's a text thread I have with you, or not with you, with a friend of mine from the internship I was at this summer... Uh, he goes to AM and he's on their on their twelfth man, I believe. And so I texted him right after the Mark Stoops news Tough. broke. And I said, Classic AM. He said, huh? And I, I tweeted, Meltdown and C Stack. Because that always happens. And uh AM fans. Okay, I want to say something. Fan base Owen is crazy. Simpson, I respect yes. you. But sitting there and saying that they fumbled the bag when it first broke, he said, yeah. Wow, what I don't remember what he said. Because he's a TU. He fan. said it was a bad move. No, that, it's in my an opinion, awesome move. if you don't think hiring Mark Stoops, and this is not just going to Owen, this is going to AM fans that yes. allegedly complained about this. If you don't know who Mark Stoops is and you're not excited about that hire That's at a exactly program that said. is so this guy, overflowing with money, what is going on? So this guy said, Mark Stoops is the last person I want. I almost cried. I said, he's the best hire possible. I don't understand your fan base. As he said, what has he done? I said, culture built a program. He can take that next step at AM with resources, knows the SEC. He said, nah. I said, bro, you don't know what you're missing. Aggie fans expect too much. He said, because we have the money and resources to expect too much, which, okay, fair. That's a fair point. That is absolutely That's true. That's a very fair point. And with Mike Elko from Duke, he can build that program. I'm just, I just think Stoops would have been a better fit because he knows the SEC. Elko knows the ACC, and that'll be different. You know, maybe what's so funny to think about is if A&M really does want to move to the ACC, like, would they do it? And they, they, they fired Fisher, who would yeah. knows the ACC so well. And I just feel like that would be such an A&M move to make. But we will see what happens. That being said, Connor, there are, of course, some schools that still have some openings. Oh, man, I hit the applause hit the button again. 
This Connor, will be Arkansas week five. Quick next round. Year. Mark my words. Quick round. Yeah. San Diego State still has an open job. Syracuse has an open job. Indiana, they did the buyout. They have an open job. Oregon State now sadly has an open job. Boise State, who is now playing for a conference title, has a job um, opening. New Mexico job opening. Middle Tennessee just fired long, long time head coach. Insane right there. They've got an opening. UL Monroe, and of course, UTEP, no shock there, has a job opening. Connor? There's going to be more. Golly, There's going to be insane. more. It's a shame that we won't be covering it. All right, moving on to conference title week. Connor, the way we're going to do this is speed round as usual, of course, unless we really have something to say. We're going to no, open with speed round game of the week. We're going to speed round it. We'll talk about what we picked at the beginning of the year when we sat down and wrote four games first. Well, game of the week, we just got to do a season yeah. title game. I, uh, that, or sorry, that's a I would say game. Washington versus Oregon. Yeah. Oregon and Washington. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean. The implications, yeah. Yeah. once again, the Pac-12 title game and its last incarnation will be the deciding factor two years in a row in the yeah. college football playoff. Beginning of the year, we both picked USC. Yeah, and it's it just bad. In this one, I've got Washington, man. I think they, they figure it out. I got Washington as well. They beat them once. Why not do it again? Um. Flipping the page over, Miami versus Toledo for the MAC title. We am, both picked. Well, I picked Eastern Michigan. I'm also glad that we covered the MAC the way we did this year because last year we actually we covered the MAC. We actually covered the MAC, and we and now I picked know Ohio. these are elite and programs. That's okay. And Miami, Toledo are great. I thought Toledo, Toledo was my backup yeah. pick, and so I'm gonna go Toledo. Give me AP ranked Toledo yeah. in that game. Also, uh, congratulations to them. Uh, you picked Ohio. The Bobcats yep. did not work out. AC beat right. them a few years ago in a tournament. Anyway. Shocking ACC title, Louisville and FSU for the ACC title game. Connor, we both picked FSU. I'm going to stick with that. I really am. I think Louisville has a chance. I don't I don't count last week. Rivalry week, in my opinion, yeah. those losses don't count for a team's momentum. Yeah. I'm going to so, stick with FSU. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, give me FSU also. Iowa versus Michigan. Connor, I picked Ohio State. I thought they had the pieces. Yeah, Ryan I Day picked Michigan. got me. I'm going to stick with Go Big Blue, baby. Hey, man, Go Big Blue, I guess. Iowa is going to get steamrolled, but we're going to see some really good punts from their, yeah, we are. their team. Bama, Georgia, SEC title, we LSU, man. You messed fell, me up on they this. They fell apart. You messed me up on this. I had Georgia, yeah. and then I flipped to LSU. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm gonna be bold. I think LSU's got it. And nope. Should have stuck They with fell apart. Yeah. I got to mention, Connor and I are usually across the table from each other, but yeah. right now we're face-to-face. This makes <laughs> yeah. this really intense. <laughs> it makes it really fun. <laughs> Give me Alabama. <laughs> Give me Georgia. Go Bulldogs. All right. <laughs> I'm like Corso right now. TU yeah. versus OK State. Big 12 title. I picked Texas to win. I picked Kansas State originally this year. Go, give me Oklahoma you State. Got, you were that close, Connor. I was that close. Was you that were close. that close. Give me Texas. I'm just, I am just. I think Mike Gundy has a chance, but I, I'm, I'm just going to hey, take the I'm long a, go horns. Pokes. Go I hate pokes. to I say do it. Not care. Hey, I, I love the Pokes. I love the Ag schools, man. Give me the Pokes. Make the, make the Dust Bowl a uh, traditional rivalry now in the Big 12. Tech and, yeah. tech and OSU. All right. CUSA, our man Jerry Kill. We both picked Liberty. Oh my gosh. Liberty is still yeah. on the board. Give me Liberty or give me death. Give me Liberty. I love you, Jerry Kill, but Liberty is just too good to be in this freaking conference. Yep. That joke will never get old, I feel like, yeah. even though it's kind of cringe. But anyway. All right, Kansas App State City. and Troy. We both picked Troy. Go Troy. It should their, be JMU. What's their but mascot again? It's the, it's the Trojans. Uh, Trojans, that's right. Yep. Give me Trojans. Give me, give me, give me Troy, man. Uh, okay, I mentioned this earlier during lightning round. Boise State and Sneaked UNLV. So they snuck yeah. in there through the computer-generated model, whatever. It was SJSU, Boise State, or UNLV. And UNLV was an obvious lock. Yeah. Uh, UNLV drops the ball versus SJSU Barry last week. Got a week, chance, man. I picked Fresno State to win this conference. That team 
fell apart. Yeah, they did. Uh, you pick Boise. They're still on the board. I'm I got to go, go with the Rebs, man. I'm going to stick with Boise just because they're my pick. But I I honestly think Barry Odom's got a chance. I believe this Rebels is technically – I yeah. think this is in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, which would be a, probably. a home yeah. game for UNLV, which is hilarious. Is. Yeah. So you, uh, Allegiant Stadium is officially hosting two conference title games this week, which is really funny That's to me. That's really funny. All right, and last but not least – SMU versus Tulane for the AAC. I've got to take Tulane. I have to as well. I talked about earlier Preston Stone out for the rest of the season with an injury for SMU. I hate to say that. That that sucks for SMU. But, hey, go out on top, SMU. Try your best, but give me Tulane. And what's interesting to me is this could realistically set up an at-large versus American bowl game, Cotton Bowl, with SMU in Texas. Yeah. The other thing I want to say about that is with Tulane, I've loved Willie Fritz for a long time, ever since the Arkansas job was open a few years ago. And I don't want to speculate anything on if Sam Pittman will get fired. But I'm just saying if next year goes poorly and he gets to week five and Arkansas splits two and two, they lose to Oklahoma State and they lose to A&M and they win their opening two cupcakes, I think he's out regardless of if it's right then and there or at the end of the year. And I think Willie Fritz would be the first person I call. I would too. Uh, because he, he was in the mix a few years ago, and he stayed at Tulane, and now look what he's doing. So he's been consistent. He knows culture. He knows how to make players uh, get fired up for games like that. And so I think he'd be the perfect fit for Arkansas if they do have a job opening in the future. All right, I'm going to just flat out say it. G.J. Kenny to Baylor if we're giving some yes, some future so hot too. takes. Yeah. I think that that spot Baylor that's at Houston great, for him that's, that's I think that's fit. lined yes. up in my opinion. I think the incarnate word coaching train will roll yeah. into Texas State too and they'll go with Clint Colo. I just a just a crazy prediction if yeah. that were to happen by chance. All right. Well, Connor, we've got to talk. You want to do a little let's not, do, not let's a, do a, heat, a reverse heat check. Let's do a meltdown check, basically. Let's call it that. Kind A&M, of your lightning round, yeah. Yeah, A&M, you should have fired Stoops. Your fan base is a joke. I uh, mentioned that text thread. USC, Caleb Williams, get out of there. Lincoln Train is gone next year. Should have never left OU. TU, Choppa, uh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, Love you. UCLA, not- bye-bye Chip Kelly. FSU, bye-bye Jordan Travis. Georgia beat the heck out of Bama for all of his CFP plans. Fans, please. Please, I'm begging you, do it. Uh, we already mentioned our games of the week. Cole, you want to do your lightning round for FCS playoffs? Yeah, lightning round FCS playoffs. It talks very fast, so if that didn't make sense. <laughs> no, it's but. good. Uh, number one, South Dakota State versus Mercer. They'll play the winner of Villanova and Youngstown State. Number three, South Dakota will play Sacramento State. They'll play the winner of Montana State and North Dakota State. U of Albany versus Richmond. They'll play the winner of number four, Idaho versus Southern Illinois. And number seven, Furman versus Chattanooga to play the winner of number two, Montana versus Delaware. A fun thing. Delaware, of course, going to Conference USA soon. Connor, final thoughts on everything. I love this podcast. I love this podcast so much. It's been fun. Really Really grown our friendship. Two years. And so um, just hoping we can do it again in the future. And uh, I think I, I hope we can talk about college football for a very very long time. Oh, 100 percent. Arkansas, you said it's a dumpster fire. Always. Um, and uh, yeah, KJ's probably gone. We've already lost Pooh Paul, our star linebacker. Pittman's probably going to be out. I just mentioned that. But yeah. Arkansas's got a crazy schedule next year, and it's just going to continue to get worse. Uh, I got no comments uh, for a third, fourth week in a row. ACU on the rise. That's ACU all I'm on the rise. I'll take it. Uh, Grant Boone's got me drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, it's been like four weeks now. Kool-Aid. I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid. KP's going to take us to the CUSA. And we're all right. Win. We got to say all of them. Uh, go Big Blue. Go Big Red. Um, Woo Pig. Woo Pig. Roll Tide. Scratch them. Go uh, B- uh, Blue Wave. 
Uh, Green Wave, you mean? Green Wave, Go Vandals, Idaho. Go Vandals. What is all the What's all the schools we've we've fanboyed about through the years? Uh, JMU, Coastal, Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Jackson State, Jacksonville State. Uh, congratulations yep. to them and um, head head coach. I'm, I'm blanking. Give me Jerry Rich Kill. Rodriguez. Yeah, Jerry Kill. Rich Jerry Rodriguez. Kill the whole way. Go Aggies. Yeah, uh, not those. The New Mexico State ones. Jimbo, I'm sorry, man. I'm really sorry. Yeah, uh, I love I love. I'm you, trying man. to think he's, of all the FCS schools we've rooted for FCS, too. FCS, uh, uh, Sac State. Yeah, go had Sac a great State. Win over Stanford earlier yeah. this season. Um, that was a really man. fun radio call. To all right. Here. Anyway, yeah, just been a lot of teams that we've covered. Last thing I'll say is go inside source. Man, go inside source. We're not even really talking about it because we got to talk about the FCS playoffs. I'm going to end it. Not go big red. Go Vandals, baby. Let's roll. <laughs> <laughs>